everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic, Robbie. Ready to get my pie on. Please, let's not. Let's not do oh, that. Oh, come on, Robbie. Pie is wonderful. Pie is good. I'm not going to, I'm not debating the how good pie can be. I just, we're going to have a lot of pie in this episode, Matt. I just want to make, we're going to get mm-hmm. enough pie without forcing it in there, okay? We don't need to squeeze more pie in. Yeah. I already know how you feel about pie, all right, Mr. Pie Anniversary Man. Hey, pie is wonderful and delicious. I'm not, okay. We still have that invitation on our, we have that magnet still on our refrigerator, okay? Aww. Hey guys, we are brought to you by support us on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only two hours a month. You gain access to all of our bonus content, a bunch of uh, bonus podcasts, dozens if not hundreds of episodes of stuff up now. Uh, we have a person to thank, Matthew. All right. Uh, Sherry Preston. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Sherry. This week's episode is Simple Simpson, episode FABF15, originally aired May 2nd, 2004, written by John Vitti, directed by Jim Reardon, received a 5.8 rating with 9.5 million viewers. The Simpsons in the couch, let's see, the couch gag, the Simpsons slide down a pole into the Batcave, dressed as characters from the Batman franchise. How apropos of this episode. It's appropriate, yeah. Uh, this episode also guest stars Michelle, Michelle Nichols as herself, Lieutenant Uhura from the original Star Trek. Her getting the, uh, the insult in on the comic book guy, which was great. like to see that. I This episode, before we get started, man, I don't know what, I think I know what, what it is, but it I don't know if it, if it's logical or rational, my hatred of it, of this episode. Because mm-hmm. on a surface level, it's not that bad. It's not good. Like in it's any definitely bo- not good. But yeah, I, when you said you really didn't like this episode, I'm hoping you you have a simple explainer because honestly, I thought that as far as season 15 Simpsons episodes, this one falls somewhere in the middle. <sighs> this episode, I don't appreciate its ruse. Hmm. I think that's my problem with it, Matt. Because okay. And I think that's the thing that makes me upset so much. Like a lot of the bad episodes we watched in season fifteen, they're not. A, there's no trick. It, they're it's plain faced, right, simple, easy to see. Look how terrible this is. It, everyone's mean to each other. Everything's terrible. The, the the nothing makes sense. Like it's easy to see. It's right right there. This episode feel it feels like it's trying to play a trick on me. And what, I what kind of trick? It feels like it's trying to make it play a trick on me, like saying, oh, look, this all makes sense. And this is a good episode. I'm like, no, it's not. Don't try and trick. <laughs> don't try and trick me, Simpsons. All right. Because no one in this episode does anything for any reason. That is correct. I-, I feel like this episode is a pastiche of a superhero story in a way. They, they had this idea. What if Homer became not even a superhero, just a hero? What kind of hero would Homer be? Oh, He throws pies at people. It's perfect for network TV because no one gets hurt that much. Uh, You have his fall from grace when Mr. Burns starts to blackmail him and just his resolution in the end and the fact that everyone pretty much already knows that it's him. It's like, what if the average Homer, what if Homer Simpson were to become a hero? How would that play out in Springfield? And obviously there's some give and take. I, I don't think I had a problem with this episode because if you, there's one gimme. Uh, per episode i I feel like we've talked about this you're gonna make one change to the status quo and see what falls out of that and in this episode that gimme is that 
Homer decides to step up and fire for the little guy in a heroic way. And it's it's like his whole thing where he has to have a secret identity and all that. And it's is how would Homer Simpson do that? And we don't really have jerk Homer. For the most part, everyone, I don't want to say acts as they normally would, but if you were to take the Simpsons cast and put them in a super heroic universe, it is very similar to how those characters would act if you transplanted them that way. And so this is almost like, not like Cape Fear, but I'm trying to find an analogy where the entire episode is just a... It's almost like Homer Simpson versus the 18th Amendment, where everyone is like that episode. Everyone's kind of in a, a, a noir thriller almost, but a Simpsons version of one. And uh, oh, no. Uh, oh, God, what's the the depart the departed? Have we done that yet? Not on this podcast. That hasn't happened yet. No, that's OK. Uh, we talked. We departed, talked. We did a, a Simpsons cinema on the departed. On the departed. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Join our Patreon, guys. You can listen to it. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's very much like that. It's like, what if the universe of the departed the Simpsons were transferred to the universe of the departed. That's kind of what this is. is, Oh, what if the Simpsons were to become a superhero type universe? And if that's the one gimme you have in this episode, I'm willing to accept that. But I think if you're looking at this as a regular Simpsons episode, that it is not good because everything, (laughs) everyone is wildly out of character. You're just left confused basically. And I think that's where you're at. I I, I just want, People, I just want my characters to do things for reasons and for us to see the reasons. That's what I want. You know, I want, I want a character, uh, uh, the, the like you said, the gimme. I want that that one change in the status quo to see what happens. I want to know why that status quo, hap- the change happens. And we never get that in any step along the way. And I think this episode wants to be a pastiche of Batman 66. But it doesn't go there all the way. It, it it half-asses it, and I don't like that either. And there's a bunch of nonsense in this thing that just drives me crazy. It makes me go like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I, I literally, I don't know why the things are happening. Like things are just happening, and I'm I don't know why. And I don't feel I feel like you know Homer's Eighteenth Amendment immerses you in this prohibition this uh you know the untouchable style story it it just it throws you in it and you're immersed and everything is touched by it and this just feels like ah we're you know superhero stuff you know that stuff right remember superheroes this is Uh 2004 this is before iron man so this is still kind of you know x-men uh sam raimi spider-man it's very much batman 66 like okay this is a campy weird universe where the I don't know. Like in this episode, we have Lisa being bullied by the rich Texan for her place setting. And that is the inciting incident to Homer becoming a superhero, which to its credit happens early in the episode. It's not any of the problems we've had with the other ones. Uh, <laughs> don't give me stuff. What's, what's this? Oh, okay. Episode begins with another uh, reality TV parody of of joe millionaire and the bachelor and all those shows called promiscuous promiscuous idiots island very subtle robbie robbie subtlety went out the window in the 2000s all right i you're 100 correct matt um and the, everyone's yelling at the, the screen uh i don't like any of this because i'm tired of like and a lot of this a lot of this it's just i don't it's not funny matt there's not that I, that is definitely true uh, I actually turned to my wife at a couple points and go, I actually laughed at that. Wow. And I wish I had written down which jokes they were. Maybe they will come to me as we go through the episode. But only a couple times that I actually go laugh. And be like, huh, that's really funny. Okay. 
I just sometimes and sometimes the jokes are so bad that I groaned like it's just so bad um and I think that's part of it if I laughed a little bit I probably wouldn't be so hard on it we cut to a commercial a bacon commercial quiet the commercial's on we don't watch these it's like we're stealing tv do you love that sweet smell of farmer belly's bacon do I ever would you like to see how a pig goes from loving life to your fork and knife? Would I? Well, if you open up one of these here packages and find a golden ticket, you get a tour of Farmer Billy's Bacon Factory. Warning, Bacon Factory may explode. You'll see the hoof grinder, the marrow sloop, and, of course, the five-story pig shredder, blessed by three popes. If you like bacon, you're going to love it. And if you don't like bacon, well, then the hell with you. I'm going to find that golden ticket and win that tour. The only thing that can make bacon more delicious is seeing how it's made. What You said this episode's about Homer becoming a superhero, Matt? Yeah, this is the one step I feel like they really could have skipped and just had, oh, Lisa's in a playstating competition at the local fair. Why does... Like this this feels like they had some jokes about fairs, they wanted to get it in there, and they thought Why is, I can't defend Why this is there so much bacon talk like they're and they're treating it like Willy Wonka where there's a golden ticket, but we don't even get that, Matt. We don't even they they make they make an entire commercial about this bacon factory tour and turn it like it's gonna be like Willy Wonka and Homer's gonna get this golden ticket and get to tour the bacon factory. Uh just a slaughterhouse guys um but we don't even get there also in that commercial ralph is in the pig shredding machine i know i saw that and i'm like no that kid that did not happen i had to rewind it and and prove to myself like, that i was not like crazy. what's going on what like it's just these constant things like it feels like i'm going insane as i'm watching this episode that's the other thing matt that i can't quantify all right i can quantify i feel like this episode is trying to trick me into thinking it's good I cannot quantify the feeling I got as I watched it. It may it it felt like it was like Lovecraftian, like it was unlocking hidden dimensions in my mind, like of angles that human eyes can't see were cutting through my brain. Like I don't know what it was, but it feels like there's these little things in this episode that are like are like weird triggers for some unending insanity in me. I don't know. But it felt like that Ralph. It feels like that's a horror movie thing, right? Yep. That's what, like, that's, it feels like, okay, in a normal commercial, that would just be pigs. In a normal Simpsons version of this, even. Like, oh, it's funny, they're brutalizing the animals. That's, isn't it terrible? But it's like they're, you're, I'm watching this commercial and only I see Ralph and everyone else just sees the pigs. That's what it feels yeah. like. And you're like, wait a minute, what are you doing? Why is this a joke? Is, is this the new hidden Mickey? Is that what we're going for? What is happening? Why is Ralph? Okay. So Homer goes to buy a bunch of bacon at the Quickie Mart. How does Quickie Mart have so much bacon? I don't know. That's not a real question. Uh, they have a lot of bacon. The, Homer doesn't even find a gold ticket. He finds a silver ticket after opening like six packages, by the way. He buys hundreds. He opens six and quits when he finds the silver ticket. Yeah. Why? Again, why? Like, they don't give us any... It's just things are happening. It's just, I'm just getting bombarded with things. So, Homer gets... With the silver ticket, Homer gets to judge a pig competition. 
what? Is this just Mad Libs? Like, what's happening? Well, they thought, okay, what it would be second place in a prize that a baking company would give out? Oh, he gets to judge a pig, pig competition because what the hell, pigs? Wait, okay, but my, this is a county fair, correct? I believe so, yes. I don't think it's ever stated, but yeah. I, I assume it's a county fair. Why is a bacon... So the silver ticket for a, I assume, gigantic bacon company judging a single pig competition at a local county fair. Do they have like this... They have a deal with... I'm sorry, Matt. I shouldn't even ask this question because it's just wasting time. I'm just... Uh-huh. Okay. So we go to a county fair. We get county fair jokes. Guys, you like county fair jokes? You like jokes about well, who big... doesn't? B- big jo- jokes about big vegetables? Big ribbons? There's a big Brussels sprout and Bart hides it under a pile of big mashed potatoes. That was one of the ones that I actually laughed at. I'm like, this is so stupid. Why am I laughing? But for some reason, it tickled me. I might be broken, Matt. I think we know that you're broken. The question is, in what way? Okay, I just might be like, I can wreck it. I like I thought about like, oh, that's clever. But it didn't make me laugh. And I don't know if that's just me being broken or if it's just simply it's not that funny. It's just a little clever. I think it's just a little clever. Yeah, I said it was it was a brief chuckle. I went, that's so stupid. (laughs) Huh. All right, back to the episode. Then we get a parody of mid-2000s country music. This song is about a country I love. You may have heard of it. It's called America. Hey, I know that country. I could please Miss Barbara Streisand By spitting on the flag Or strangling a bald eagle On the cover of some mag But I love this country to me she has no sins if you don't buy my record then Al Qaeda wins USA USA so pretty apt why are you going to listen to that song again Robbie <laughs> I I I'm also torn in this where, like, I think that's a fun parody of especially mid-2000s country music. It's not like country music has changed them. Pop country music hasn't changed that much um, in the past 15-ish years. But I kind of think that's a very good parody, but I also kind of just – I'm tired of it in general. So, like, even a parody of it, I don't like it. Like, it's still a, it's still like, oh, this just reminds me of the stuff that I hate. Um, so it's kind of – torn i'm torn between that i don't know um so uh this is we're now on the second inciting incident still i believe we haven't we haven't changed to the third inciting incident yet we're about to get there because lisa is competing in a place setting competition repeat that map Mm -hmm. lisa simpson is competing in a place setting competition Okay. Robbie, you're saying that's like you've never actually participated or been involved in a place setting competition. I never. Okay. I don't. I've never heard of it. Never heard of this existing. So I, I believe that 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 could exist. Like there's a lot of dumb competitions at county fairs. Mm-hmm. So certainly. A, I don't know why it would be in a barn. So it, that's an, it's in a barn, Matt. Correct. It takes place in a barn. It's in a tent. Is it in a tent? It's not in a barn. There's hay on the ground, isn't there? That's what I'm I'm latching on well, to. Well, it's, it's, it's at a farm. It's basically, for some reason, this particular place sitting competition is uh, involved with the agricultural section of the fair. That's the part where I'm just like, I ah, sure, why not? Why is Lisa? Why, okay, 
Why is Lisa competing in a place setting competition? One, that's a very nerdy activity that I could see Lisa participating that's, no, in. No, that no, I I one, I disagree wholeheartedly with what you just said. Why? Why Lisa wouldn't be competing in a place setting competition? Yeah. Why does Lisa care about manners? It has nothing to do with manners. It has to do with creativity. Like the whole point of Lisa's playstating is that she involves music. In it. It's basically a, a weird creativity thing. And I can definitely see that as Lisa saying, oh, I don't do competitions, but this kind of thing I might be into. I, there, it's How do you enter a playsetting competition, Matt? I assume you find an organization that's putting on a playsetting competition. You apply and say i would like to join this you hand over the 12 dollars or whatever the entry fee is and then you show up with your place setting okay i just don't lisa and and two like i don't think lisa would go to a fair county fair where they're selling animals i don't like i'm they're judging that's what happens at county fairs they have these animal competitions the animals get auctioned afterwards and then they get slaughtered they get butchered and eaten yeah I, i think lisa would know that and not go that part I agree with you on, absolutely. Oh, so that's the thing. Like, she wouldn't be at a fair. That she knows the the that it would. It's a, a part of the animal industrial. See, the blah, problem blah, is blah, the blah, problem blah. is the Simpsons because of their incredible incongruity have to place these two events: the play setting competition next to Homer judging the pigs. Which Homer judging the pigs makes sense to be at the county fair. The play setting competition. There's actually a, an episode of Bob's Burgers that also involves a play setting competition that we will get to. <laughs> and that takes place in like a rec center somewhere, and that makes sense. Why this is the county county fair? Maybe Springfield in this episode is just so dang rural that everything happens at the county I, fair. I don't know. Uh, you're right that it doesn't make any sense. I'm going crazy. I'm shaking my hands up and down as you're talking. I like none of this has to happen. All right, they make you make this up. The writers make up everything that happens and you see on the show. So there doesn't have to be a place in a competition. There doesn't have to be pig competition. There doesn't have to be a county fair. None of this has to happen. This episode's about superheroes. Why are we doing any of this? Because that is the Simpsons formula at this point. I'm so angry. Okay. You don't have to... <laughs> Robbie, you don't have to be happy with all of this. You understand that's how it is. You can say, yes, this is the formula. This is what they do. You can point out the points where it doesn't make sense. But getting mad at it isn't going to help. It makes me feel better, Matt. Okay? I gotta exercise my rage in the world somehow. All right. So, Lisa explains her place setting to the judge, who is the rich Texan for some reason. My theme is, if music be the food of love, the setting features tuning forks, champagne flutes, and of course, chopsticks. And for dessert, Ella Fitzjello. Lordy, girl, your entry stinks like the south end of a northbound mule. What's wrong with it? Well, your place sitting thinks it's better than it is, like a yard dog that sneaks into the house. Zang. Did I do anything right? Well, you did put it on the table. <laughs> Look at here, it wobbles. Wobble, wobble, wobble. Wobble, wobble, wobble. Wobble, wobble, wobble. <laughs> this table's about as solid as your underlying concept. <laughs> <laughs> no one does that to my daughter. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna. I'm putting all the place setting criticism aside, Matt. Mm-hmm. Okay, all that's pushed aside. This episode is about Homer becoming a superhero. It is. We literally just heard 
Homer's motivation to be a superhero right. in particular. Not so Homer up until this point, six minutes into this episode, which a quarter of the episode. I'm gonna emphasize that. All right, I don't. I'm not gonna stop talking about how terrible this formula is because it wastes so much time. Six minutes this episode. This is when we first discover what Homer's actually doing. Um, there. The motivation for Homer wanting to be a superhero is one: his daughter is being treated meanly by the rich Texan, mm-hmm. and laughed at by the crowd. Yeah, and so they're they're and sure, fine. It could be anyone, really. It doesn't really matter if it's Lisa or not. Lisa makes it personal. But two, he can't do it as himself, or he'll go to jail because he had capped on felony assaults. Yeah, that part I'm just like. Really? Can't you can't you just say that someone reminds him that that is felony assault and that would cause him to go to jail? But like, and that's the thing that the, when you when we talked earlier, when we mentioned earlier, oh, it's a pastiche show of like superhero stories. You know, it's about it's imitating Spider Man. It does that later on. In in particular, it it directly parodies uh, the the upside down kiss scene from the first Sam Raimi Spider Man movie, mm-hmm. and Superheroes of origin stories and something that inspires them to be a superhero, to put on the mask. They're generally big, very tragic story like Spider-Man and Uncle Ben, Batman and his parents, like Superman plummeting to Earth as a baby. Homer, like, doesn't we don't get like if you could have spent their first five minutes of this episode having Homer watch one of those movies. Instead of watching a terrible reality show parody, they're watching a superhero show or a movie. And Homer sees it and he gets inspired by it. He's like, oh, that's a hero. And Lisa maybe is like, no, those heroes don't really exist in real life, etc. And she's like, she's downtrodden by it or something like this is a layup. This is simple. But instead, we get bad reality TV jokes, weird pig commercials. And then, oh, someone's bullying my daughter. So I'm going to dress up and become a superhero I'm like well if it's if you're just gonna do this simple like it's just so boring like again th- and like this is this is our glimpse into what is coming matt with the algene years the mm-hmm. long algene years yep it's just boring it's the most boring like they, they could go over the top and do something really special and fun with it but instead it's just oh Homer just sees Lisa getting bullied by the rich Texan, so he dresses up like a superhero, and he becomes Pie Man, and he pies the rich Texan. Oh, there, there, little darling. Dry those tears with this. (laughs) Hold it right there. You've hurt your last feeling. We all know Pi R squared, but today, Pi R justice, and I welcome him. Thank you, mysterious stranger. Where did he go? Where were you, homie? You missed all the excitement. Shall we ever see Springfield's costumed protector again? Oh, I have a funny feeling we will. Wherever people are mistreated, the Pie Man will strike. So he's the pie man now, and he's dedicated to being a hero. Mm-hmm. Why? 
Why? Because Homer wants to be a hero. I mean, that's just the way superhero stories go. That's not true at all, Matt. It's literally what I was just talking about. That's not how superhero stories go. They have deep inspiration more than they see their daughter get bullied once. Why does he continue to be a superhero? Because people cheer for him one time because he pied somebody? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, there's no reason. He just does things. Everything that happens in this episode is, it's because we wrote it this way. Yep. They don't give motivation. They don't try. And it's fine. It's perfectly, it's boring. We have a commercial seven minutes in. And when we come back, it's going to get even worse for Robbie. <laughs> uh, because Pie Man is Lisa's new hero. Because obviously he stood up for her. So therefore, she is. Uh, he is her new hero. Uh, we then get uh, Bart coming in where Comic Book Guy has forced him to buy terrible comics that Comic Book Guy claims that Bart smudged or something. Basically, Comic Book Guy is trying to get rid of crappy comics and forcing kids to buy them is the way he exerts his power and, you know, makes himself happy with his life. So Homer, at this point, we get a nice montage of Homer making a new Pie Man costume, uh, one that is not made of table scraps that he collected at the uh, fair. And he decides that it is up to him to you know showcase uh jerks and give them their comeuppance so he heads out to the comic book shop to uh, basically get back at comic book guy this magazine you sold me isn't fantastic four it's fantastic floor my family can't put in floors we rent sorry no refunds oh brother why do we get all the weirdos here at the comic book store Comic book guy, don't do the crime if you can't do the key lime. <clears throat> How could this be any more humiliating? Hello, I'm Michelle Nichols of Star Trek. Oh, you finally accepted my invitation for tea and chit-chat. Ugh. Listen, I said it to Shatner and I'm saying it to you. There is no way I'm going to be dating a man with pie on his face. <laughs> <laughs> There's a note. Evildoers beware. Sign Simple Simon, your friendly neighborhood pie man. Finally, a superhero that kids can love. So this is the last time we'll hear Simple Simon. <laughs> no, he's just pie man. I, so I, I guess that part didn't stick. Matt, I'm gonna, that, that's mm-hmm. an example of the joke. The jokes in this episode. Uh-huh. They, you're gonna, they're coming up with, okay, we need some p- comic books that comic book guy is selling to these kids that aren't the real thing. They're they're bad ripoffs, and what they come up with is Fantastic Floor. Uh huh. A floor? What? Like, what am I supposed to get out of that? That it sounds like Fantastic Four. Th- that's it, Matt. That's the like those things sound vaguely similar. And you're like, oh, okay, all right, cool, clever. Except it's not clever. It's bad. <laughs> it's it makes me hurt. It hurts me. Why are they hurt me? Honestly, Robbie, I this this is par for the course. I guess I would say for season fifteen. I I don't know. It's not good, but I wouldn't call it particularly bad. Matt, you need to raise your expectations, okay? I uh, no, I'm I'm done with having even medium expectations with this show. This, I. Honestly, is not the most brain dead thing I've ever heard. So I'm just gonna be like, "Yep, this is it. This is this is what The Simpsons is in season 15. It's in the past. We can't do it anymore. We can't, we can't help anymore." No, that's not true, Matt. My time travel, my time travel machine. It's almost ready. 
Uh-huh. It's, it's getting there, all right? I need a couple more parts, and I'll fix everything. Okay, sure. sure. You do that. Fantastic Floor is just terrible. I just have to put it out, man. It's terrible. Think of, like, I could come off, like, Fantastic Four puns? Is that what we're doing? And one the one they settle with is, oh, it's floor, and it's about floors, and Millhouse can't afford floors. You're like, okay, okay. All right. Okay. Uh-huh. Sure, Robbie. I, I I don't know why this is the hill you're choosing to die on. But I'm not. I'm already yeah. dead, Matt. This is not. I'm dying. All right. I've been dead. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, moving on. Before Robbie has a you know a, a brain aneurysm, uh, Marge is is hot for Pie Man. She thinks he's very attractive. She can tell that he's a very handsome person underneath the the pie face. I guess she thinks it's Flanders. Homer is of course upset by this Matt, and tries Matt, to play it off. Matt. Yes, Robbie. Objection. <laughs> okay. How does this episode end? What is the very last thing that happens in this episode? Uh, Marge says that she knew it was Homer all along, which means this is obviously Marge teasing Homer about it. She knows. She says Homer. She knows <laughs> immediately. Not only that she recognized Homer uh, right away, but that but everyone. everyone knows that it's Homer. That it's impossible to tell that. It's, uh, which, yes, of course. It does look like me. Of course, it's over. It's, it's not secret identity. But are we gonna? Are we giving Marge credit that she? And I don't. This doesn't feel like teasing to me. This just feels mean to me. <laughs> when you're <laughs> when you're talking to your husband, like you think, okay, I know my husband, which is okay. I, I, it's Homer, so I could buy that. Marge is just like fine, whatever. He's pie man, but. It doesn't feel like Marge is teasing him. It feels like Marge is literally just saying, like, hey, Pie Man's hot. I think it's Flanders. And, and like, it's just literally telling your husband, oh, I think Flanders is hot. You know our neighbor? I think he, that, obviously, Pie Man's hot. I think it's Flanders because Flanders is hot, too. And I'm like. Well, yeah, I mean, we just had the episode where she writes a story and everyone assumes it's Flanders. That's the thing. Exactly. So it's just. It feels mean. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but yeah, you know. Anyway, uh, so we get a, a very long sequence, not very long, but long enough sequence of a, the authorities are setting a trap for Pie Man at the new hospital. Uh, they are turning the orphan wing into the plastic surgery wing, uh, which jokes about, you know, obviously uh, Diamond Joe Quimby being like, oh, sorry, come back when you want a new rack kind of thing or a new face or whatever. Uh, it's obviously a trap for Pie Man because Pie Man shows up to pie Quimby in the face. But, oh, there's tons of cops. And we get a, a weird spat between uh, Lou and Wiggum uh, about neither of them appreciating each other. Mostly Wiggum not appreciating Lou. In the process, Homer gets shot after saying his name several times. Once again, no one can possibly not know that it's Homer. But sure, uh, Homer escapes and the crowd goes crazy because obviously there's the police are shooting at a random person with a pie, which that's the most realistic part about this episode is that the police would shoot somebody just for having a pie. I, th- uh, Matt, I can't, too mm. real. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want this. Can I, please? I don't, I don't <laughs> want this. that was the case. I don't want this. Please stop. I don't want to see policemen shooting at people for no reason. I don't like it. Uh, uncomfortable no thank you yeah so yeah homer gets shot but he's basically okay because he's able to save marge from 
a being stampeded when she falls down in front of a bunch of people trying to run away as fast as possible. This is where we get the Sam Raimi Spider-Man kiss where uh, Homer, despite being shot in the arm, uh, is able to pull Marge up, which, again, that's why this this is that's why this has to be a superhero pastiche, because normally Homer would not at all be able to lift Marge up. But at this one, he, he is he is despite having a bullet in his arm. And he kisses her. Uh, Marge demurs at first because she is married, and at the last second, and then turns around and says, "Oh, okay, sure, why not?" Uh, when Homer forces it on her, which, yep, force a kiss on some random person. There you go. Well, she knows that it's him, Matt. She does. She does. But Homer um, definitely has a bullet inside his arm. He does. It, we it will was see not. That this was not. This is not a glancing wound. This is not. Does a, a uh, merely a scratch? The bullet is inside him. Hmm. Yep, that is correct. Am I supposed uh, so, to? I'm just gonna. Oh, I'm supposed to forget what I know. How bullets do? What bullets do to people? Well, yes, Rob. Because once again, superhero pastiche bullets aren't that bad Matt, for the hero, Matt, but they're instant death for the the henchman. Matt, I've read comic books. I've read comic. Yes. I've read comic books. I've seen comic book movies. Uh huh. Homer. Homer has no powers. Right. He's he's basically like a Hawkeye. Uh, a Hawkeye or a Batman or something along those lines. I'm not going to give him... He's not Bruce Wayne. He's not <laughs> peak human. Hawkeye's the closest I get, because Hawkeye's not that great, except for he's really good with bows and arrows. Um, if they get shot, it's really bad for them. That is true. It's very bad if they get a bullet inside them. Like, most of the time, mm-hmm. they just don't get shot. But when they do get shot, it's very bad, and it's, it's, it affects them greatly. That is true. Okay. But, yeah. Okay, I just so, want to, I'm just confirming, like, that's what happens to people when they get shot with bullets, and or superheroes, even. You are correct. Okay. You are correct. Okay, good. What happens to Homer when he gets shot with his bullet? Well, see, Homer goes home, and he decides that uh, he is going to fix this himself, and uh, apparently it's pretty painful. Let's see. Cartilage. Cartilage. Muscle. Nerve. Artery. Bullet. Dad? Uh, I, man, is not your father, little girl. I murdered your father. Dad, please. It's obvious you're pie, man. We've been getting his mail for weeks. We shall continue this conversation in the pie cave. Push it. Yeah, one more step. Welcome to my secret lair. Dad, this is the basement. Here's the iced tea I left down here this afternoon. So it would seem. Anywho... I bet this is all a pretty big surprise, huh? Mild-mannered Homer Simpson. You're not mild-mannered. You're often liquored up and rude. Honorable men can differ. Now, what brings you down here? I want you to stop this, Dad, before you get killed. All right, I'll stop. What'll I do with these pies? Well, I know one thing you could do. <laughs> I was in so deep I forgot pies were food. That right there is the most unrealistic part of this episode, that Homer Simpson would ever forget that anything counts as food. So Matt, so Matt he digs out a bullet with a butcher knife, chef's knife, mm-hmm. out of his own arm. Yep. Okay. Can there I, you go. I just want to, I'm going to say this again. I've said this like 500 times at this point. When you minimize the danger to Homer, it makes the drama in your episode weaken. I don't know. Like, it has to, when he gets hurt, it has to hurt him. He can't just dig out a bullet with a knife and then put a band-aid on it, and he's fine. When Lisa says, I don't want you to die, I'm like, I don't know, Homer's not going to die. He's a cartoon character. I don't worry about Wiley Coyote dying. I'm not worried about Homer dying. There's no drama in this episode. There's no conflict. 
Well, no, because again, it's not supposed to be a drama filled episode. It's supposed to be a what if the Simpsons I, was a superhero that, universe? That, I, that's if Matt, I don't care what you're making. I don't care what you're making. If it's a comedy, if it's a slasher flick, if it's a if it if it's a romance, if it's the the uh, a satire, if it's anything, there has to be drama. There has to be conflict. All right, it's a cop out when people say that. Oh, well, I wasn't trying to make anything with drama. No, that means you did a bad job. I'm there, not arguing you on that point. You did a bad job. There has to be drama. All right, and if you made us, if you told a story where there's no drama, even if the drama is simple, even if the drama is the lowest of stakes, you failed. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, Lisa has found out. Uh, Homer, the next day, sees Mr. Burns being a jerk to Lenny and Carl, uh, who are, you know, again, once again, not really acting like Lenny and Carl. They are the downtrodden. And so, you know, Homer promised Lisa that he would not uh, continue to be Pie Man, but uh, he is unfortunately egged on by his subconscious in the form of pies. Hey, Homer, throw me at Mr. Burns. No, throw me. I'm old and stale. I might just kill him. <laughs> Don't do it, Homer. You made a promise to Lisa. When do I listen to cakes? Tell you what, Homer. You make one last hit, and you're out of the business forever. Lisa would understand. You're all so wise. I wish I could eat each and every one of you. Uh, we wish you could eat us, too. So, yeah. That's that, that's really dumb. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why yeah, I was talking to Pod. I, here, sure. here, Matt. I'm gonna. This is what's in my, in our notes. What I you have your your you have you put in the notes. Homer egged on by pies, and you highlighted it to demonstrate you had a clip. I wrote beneath it. What did I? Can you read that for me? What did I write directly beneath uh, your note? Uh, what is happening? That's what I. I was like, what is happening? Why is Homer talking to pies? What, mm-hmm. what is going on? Is it that? Why? He's supposed to be a superhero, right? He's fighting injustice. Mm-hmm. He's he's taking out jerks. Okay, that's fine. But why is he talking to pies? He's because a... obviously all heroes have mental issues that they have to work out, and you have to see the hero getting through those mental issues because no one in their right mind would become a superhero. I, Matt, th- th- this episode doesn't care about that. What are you talking about? No, it doesn't, <laughs> but I'm trying to make a delicious sandwich out of poop, Robbie. This episode doesn't care about anything. It's just crap. Uh, he's talking to pie. Like he he was a pie man because he was at a county fair and there was a pie nearby. He didn't like become a pie man because he thinks pies are special or something. Doesn't what? <laughs> what is happening? Oh, okay, all right. So. As Robbie pointed out, this is insane, but it causes Homer to go for one last uh, big score, as it were, and to pie Mr. Burns, which he does. But then he runs off and takes a nap uh, in the middle of his escape, which is in they take the nap in Mr. Burns' office. So somehow Mr. Burns and Smithers get Homer down to a dungeon. How they lift him, I could not tell you. Maybe they had a forklift nearby, because as we have pointed out, Mr. Burns cannot lift anything. And I don't think Smithers is strong enough to get Homer down there, but whatever. Uh, and that is essentially the end of the act. We go to commercial at that point. 
Why, Matt? Mm-hmm. Why does Homer take a nap? Because he is a lazy person and he decides, whew, this is uh, rough. He even stops to take a swig from his flask during his escape. But why does he do those things? Well, Robbie, because he got tired and needed to take a nap. No, 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 no. We don't. We don't. That's not, that's not what this episode tells us, Matt. Mm-hmm. This episode just... It just uh, we just are we are we are watching Smithers and Burns follow him along on video cameras, and then Homer f- go and lays and then they find Homer asleep. Like, why on earth? This is the most baff. It's just baffling, Matt. Like, you have an opportunity here for drama, right? It's an escape. You could have some crazy elaborate setup. You could have some. Burns could have some, like, some, like, some, his dog, the hounds, or murder, or, like, security robots, or, or even have the other staff members trying to stop Pie Man, security, his goons, stop trying to stop Pie Man, and Homer tries to get his way out. Doesn't it sound like fun? No, because that would take a whole bunch of time, and the way Homer gets stopped is by his own, uh, laziness. But what, why, but... What is that? Him being lazy doesn't add to this story. It doesn't tie into him wanting to be pie man and wanting to fight injustice or fight jerks. It has nothing to do with that. His his in, the 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 conflict in this is theoretically is Lisa wanting him not to be pie man, not him being lazy or tired. Why then? Why is this the <clears throat> so frustrating to me? You're just it's just like, oh well, we need him to be captured, so he does. That's what happens. That's what happens. That's the answer, Matt. The actual answer is we needed him to get captured because that's what we wrote the third act around. Inexplicably, by the way. Alright? This is the other thing, Matt. This third mm-hmm. act is absolutely insane. Well, on that we can agree. It begins, act three, fifteen minutes and fifty-five seconds, alright? So we have like six minutes for a third act, Matt. So uh, Homer's been captured, and this is this is I will give it this this one scene right here. I guess in the one later where Birds shows up in a baby stroller, is the most Batman sixty six esque stuff. It's more overtly mm-hmm. campy. I, I, this whole episode, if they wanted to do this, they needed to do that this entire episode, but instead they do it for like two scenes, and it just makes it these two scenes feel really crazy because. Burns talks about having, like, gerbils and hamsters that eat people, and Smithers is, like, staring at him, and Burns is, like, giving Homer a target that he wants people... He's gonna give Homer targets, and Homer has to pie them, because if he doesn't, Burns is gonna do what, exactly? Turn him into the police? Is that the threat? I guess. I don't... That's the thing. I don't... Like, is he gonna kill him? Like, what's gonna happen? And there's some jokes here about Homer getting two paychecks for working for Burns twice and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Homer, they reveal his first target and it's himself. Like, what? What? I, I got nothing for you, Robbie. I, I, this I, third act. I, I cannot I, defend anything that happens in the third act because it's all incredibly stupid. It just doesn't make any. I'm like, I don't. What do you want him to pie himself? Like, well, why? What just, what's the point of this? What is Burns doing? Like, what does Burns want? That's the thing. No one wants anything. They want this episode to end. That's what the people... <laughs> well, they they and us have that in common. 
Okay, I feel like this is a, it feels like that brain worm's just eating away, Matt. It's just inside me. It's inside my head, and it's just chewing on my t- my brain tissue. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be like season thirty thirty in like six years from now, and my brain is gonna be gone. I'm gonna have nothing. I'm gonna be dead. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I'm glad you know that. Okay. So we cut to Marge and Homer in bed, where Homer. Asks Marge hypotheticals about what Pie Man should and should not do. I can't sleep. I keep thinking about the Pie Man. Oh, me too. What if he started pieing good people? Not because he wanted to, but because he was being blackmailed by his boss? Homie, are you the Pie Man? No, I'm not. And here's a picture that proves it. See? Well, whoever he is, the Pie Man would never cave in to blackmail. Hmm. Now, on a different subject, kiss me hard. No, I'm not fine, man. I don't care. I mean, I can respect Marge and that she's just like, come on, man. It, yeah. It I, doesn't I, matter who you are. When your wife says, kiss me hard, you kiss her hard. Come on. I, mean, I, I It feels like it's just like Marge is just like, come on. I know, like, I don't care if you want to admit it or not. Come on. Let's, I, I, I dig it. Like, that's what Marge, at this point, Marge is like, I dig it, Homer. Come on. I don't care if you admit it or not. Come on. Uh, I'm ready. So Homer is like, and that's it's that's the thing. This episode tries to make like, oh, Homer has this great moral decision, but they make it so silly, and and he's pieing people, Matt. Mm-hmm. Like it's a pie. Who can't like? Oh, they're momentary. They're they're bothered for a little bit, and then they wash themselves off, and it's fine, probably. Probably. Okay. The so okay, probably. Uh, okay. So Homer then is suddenly inexplicably at Burns, and Burns makes him pie a Girl Scout who's selling cookies. Uh, the exact line, Matt. Here I wrote it down. M- Burns, excuse me. Burns tells Homer to pie that brownie fruitcake. Huh. Huh. Get it? Because they're all foods. Uh, yeah, I did. I uh, it almost slipped by me, but I figured it out. And then we get a scene where Burns is in a baby stroller pushed by Smithers, and this is how he's giving Homer his his assignment. What are they? What is this? I don't know. Someone thought it'd be funny. Is it like it? I feel like this has to be a specific reference to something, but I don't know what it is. I I don't know. It's just all it is is just confusing to me because it's just like, okay, why is Burns a baby? Like, I know they're going for the camp factor, obviously, but it feels like this has to be like a Mission Impossible, maybe, or like a, or um, uh, get smart, something along those lines of like a, the secret agent being slipped a mission, but instead of a normal secret agent, it's like a blackmailer situation. That's all I got. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe it's a Mission Impossible 1 spoof because there's a lot of weird crap that happens in Mission Impossible 1 and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, come on. That classic? Look, the Mission Impossible movie has got far more understandable. Like, for some reason, I have watched Mission Impossible 1 several times and it's still my brain hurts at the actual plot with all the crisscrosses and everything. Mission Impossible 2 stopped that and said, what if we just had people blow crap up for a few hours? Okay. Um, but... This is, uh, I'm not making this up, Matt, okay? So Burns tells Homer to pie the Dalai Lama. Uh Dalai Lama is visiting Springfield. For some reason. Yeah. (laughs) He's introducing him again. Because because 
She's really the only Buddhist in town. Where's Lenny Carl? Where's uh, Where's uh, Richard Gere? Nope, nope. It's just Lisa. Also, but okay, we're pie in the bottom. Okay, well, sure. But then Burns says he, we have to do this for his red Chinese masters. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Matt, help me. Robbie, What's I, think, I think at the point that Mr. Burns blackmails Homer into pine, like it's almost like what's the episode where Burns forces Homer to be the panda? Oh, uh, the, the dignity, uh, dignity, uh, something Homer dignity. dignity, Homer versus dignity. It's basically that. We have discovered that the Simpsons had this idea, the writers had this idea that Mr. Burns likes to hate on people and just annoy them. And that that's how he gets his job. He's the only people who he finds it funny when other people get hurt. And this is Mr. Burns. This is how he gets his jollies. And once that happened again, I was like, oh, nothing in the third act is going to make sense because why would Mr. Burns waste his time on that? Besides the fact that they've decided this is how he is going to be. It doesn't make any sense at all. And at this point, I'm just going to go with it. I, I just... Fact, I was I was going to be like, you know what? This is going to be stupid, but whatever. And the Dalai Lama flew the frick away. Okay? And then I'm just like, what even just happened? We haven't gotten there yet. But. I'm just, I'm still on Burns and his red Chinese masters. Like, what are we? Are, is Burns a puppet for China? That's how he got all his money. Are, are you telling me that a man who owns a nuclear plant in America is a puppet for the for the Chinese government? Of course. Okay. If that if that's what I'm supposed to accept. Why why would he just pie the Dalai Lama? Well, because they want to embarrass him, not kill him. Because why? Why would they not? Because that would make him a martyr. I mean, they you, killed him. They would just they make, embarrassed people by, ew, I'm not following his lead. He got pied. There'd be more Dalai Lamas, Matt. There's always more of them. Of course there is. That's the whole thing about Dalai Lama. They, they, they reincarnate, huh? and you get more. You get another one. Um, okay. So... The Dalai Lama's in town. Lisa's introdu- Lisa introduces the Dalai Lama. Uh, Homer's torn about pieing the Dalai Lama. I don't know why. It's a pie. Again, it's a pie. Mm-hmm. He is not killing the Dalai Lama. He's not torturing the Dalai Lama. He's not stealing anything from the Dalai Lama. He's hitting him with a pie. I don't know what I'm how what kind of dissonance I'm supposed to have in my head where I'm supposed to buy into the drama that Homer is worried that, about pieing someone, but also supposed to think that pieing someone is very serious. Mm-hmm. How do I? I can't doubt that that does not that that I can't. Those two ideas cannot it, it both be in my head at the same time. Well, Robbie, this is this episode again, superhero pastiche, but it has to be simple enough that it can appear in prime time and be watched that, that, fans, I don't but. give me Matt 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 Robbie Matt do not give me that simple prime time crap alright the Simpsons existed in prime time for years and it didn't have to be simple and stupid well Robbie they got tired of being intelligent you mean they stupid, got lazy so. is what well, you're saying okay Dalai Lama's on stage, and Homer has to make a decision. 
Greetings, fellow travelers on the path to enlightenment. Please forgive me, talking llama. No, Pie Man, don't do it! Come on, Pie Man, hit him! That's the only reason anyone came to this stupid thing! No, I won't! There's only one way I can escape from this nightmare! Homer Simpson? It was him all along. Homer Simpson is the Pie Man? Impossible. He's never thrown away a pastry in his life. His brain isn't large enough to juggle two contrasting personae. Yeah, and Homer's a dumbass. Uh, no offense, Homer. You dumbass. I'm telling you, I'm the Pie Man. No, you're not. The Pie Man could fly. And spit acid. And animals did his bidding. Well, that closes the book on Pie Man. Wait a minute. What? If it wasn't Simpson, who was it? It's going to be you if you don't shut up. Dad, I think you created a hero that even you couldn't live up to. <laughs> yeah. Let's go home, honey. <laughs> Robbie, I just what I have to laugh. I just... <laughs> that's the only response that will make it so that you, you don't try to die. Your brain doesn't try and give up what? on you. Like... Okay, first thing I want to point out that when Homer pulls off his mask, the Dalai Lama knows him by name. Of course, because obviously Lisa told him. That's... Oh, no, 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 no. Do not. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That's not true. That didn't happen. You're a liar. Don't say that. That didn't happen. You made that up. Lisa didn't tell him about it. I mean, it. I did, but it's plausible. No, Lisa didn't go, oh, yeah, my... Did Lisa tell the Dalai Lama, my dad's going to show up, he's going to be dressed like a superhero and try yes, and buy you in the this, face? This whole thing is, like, some kind of weird therapy for Homer that the whole town is in on, and they were like, okay, look, Homer's going to pretend to be the superhero named Pie Man. We're all just going to go with it, and he's going to work through it and, and learn something about himself. And that's why at the end, everyone's just like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. You're not actually Pie Man. Go. It's done. Whatever. That's 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 what this episode is actually all about, is the whole town uh, basically going all in on some weird fantasy that no one knows that it's Homer. Uh, all right. So what happens after... Um, after Homer and Lisa decide to go home. What happens to the Dalai Lama, Matt? Like I said, he flies away. He flies out a window. Floats into the air. <laughs> Robbie, <laughs> what, what's going on? Like, what are My we doing? My body won't stop laughing. Okay? Dalai Lama, the Dalai, the Dalai Lama knows Homer by sight. He, can, he looks at him and goes, oh, it's Homer. And you're like, does the Dalai Lama watch The Simpsons? Is that what's going on? Um, and then he flies away out the window. Uh, okay. Then we get a final scene where Marge tells Homer she knew all along and everyone knew. Everyone who wasn't an idiot knew, despite the fact we literally... We we just had a scene, Matt, where multiple people from the town all went. Ah, it could be Homer. You're that's not. You're not really Pie Man. You just dressed up like that. So there is is Marge calling everyone in town an idiot. That or like I said, everyone knew they were just playing along for Homer's sake. I can't. Dude, I can't go along with that, Matt. I can't. We're oh. not, this is not Truman Show. Like, I can't. Like, I can't. Like, 
if they intended that and like they actually craft an episode around the fact that the entire town was just like catering to Homer's whims because they like him a lot, I could get behind that. That could be interesting. It might be terrible, but it'd be something. It'd be audacious. Yeah. They'd be trying. I, I this episode, I think, on a surface level, is completely mediocre. But I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. We all have episodes we just unequivocally hate. Like you know me, and oh god, what's the episode das that Bus. I hate? That's the one. For some reason, I hate that episode. It's so stupid. And we ranked it just fine because it's not that bad. But for some reason, we just hate it so much. We all have those episodes. This one can be one of yours. Most of the time we agree on those episodes. That's why they're in the bottom like 20 of our list. I don't know what it is, man. I, I might just have been in my mood today. I had a lot of work to get done and this was standing in the way of that work. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it. And I watched it and I went, oh, I, I feel like it's just pretending to be better than it is like it it tries to it tries to trick me i don't appreciate it i don't appreciate tricks i want things to be what they are um you know when there's an episode about homer being a, a terrible husband and framing his wife for drunk driving it's no trick there it's like very unplayed face like this is terrible this is it feels like i'm and then i looked at the we're gonna get to the views group in a second and oh boy woof boy i ugh, it upset me matt um, that's episode. Uh, I don't, I hate it. I don't know why. I feel like it, it, I feel like I'm get, coming to a point where they're like, is this, is the Simpsons like, is it crafted to, to hurt, to like make you go insane? Is it like a I mythos? I like, specifically for that, but yeah, it feels like it sometimes. Yeah, it's like a, in Call of Cthulhu, Matt, like a myth, a mythos item, you know, that will, when, if you encounter one, you have to make a sanity roll. Mm-hmm. Is I feel like you that's watch an of the Simpsons. you watch an episode of The Simpsons and it's like yeah I have to make a sanity roll and if I fail I get hallucinations and I think I failed my roll today. Well, there you go. No, that's no, no, why, why, Matt? When you just say that, you're like, hey, that happens. I'm like, what? No, I I lost a shred of my sanity today. I lost. I'm down to like five sanity. I was like at seventy five when I started. I'm sorry, Robbie, but that's that's just how it goes for this in call it in but in, in call of cthulhu man when i get when you get to zero sanity you have to re-roll a character because your character went irrevocably insane but this is real life and if i go irrevocably insane there ain't no re-rolling my character that's true that's why you have to take a long rest a good Eight hours is a short rest, a good week's time. So don't watch any more Simpsons, especially from season 15, for at least a week, and you'll gain a few points of sanity back. All right. I'll try. Okay. We'll rank this episode at the end of the show. Hey, Matt. <laughs> Robbie, is this episode <laughs> broken? I don't know. I, I don't. I can't answer that question. Well, you ha in order to answer that, you have to know what was this episode trying <laughs> to accomplish. And quite frankly, eh? I don't know. I don't know what I'm... I think I think the episode is not broken. I think I am definitely broken. I think my brain. Huh? We need to fix this, Robbie. I don't. That's. But uh, uh, the problem with fix this, Robbie, I already know the answer to how to fix this, Robbie, is to stop watching season fifteen of The Simpsons. But unfortunately, I can't do yeah. that. My blood contract with my my patron says I have to watch them all in order and podcast about them. That's correct. Yeah. So I don't think this episode is broken. I think it's functional. 
I am not functional. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments from the news group is where I look through the nohomers.net forum and see what people think about the episode when it came out. Uh, They have a poll on there. You can still vote on that poll if you want to go log in to that forum. still exists. still talks about episodes to this very day. Matt? Yes, Robbie? You know, there are there are moments in my life where I, I, I think I like I want to be a hopeful person, right? An optimistic person uh-huh. about both myself and about humanity. I want to think okay. I want to think that we are good and we can and we could do better and we could be good as a people. And then I look at the reviews from episodes of The Simpsons that I despise and hate with my soul and they loved it they love this episode matt love 40 People were hurting for superhero stuff in 2003 or 4 or whatever 40 percent gave this a perfect score 40 percent that's the highest i can remember 40 percent perfect matt five out of five and then additionally 36 percent four out of five over 75% of the audience, diehard Simpsons fans, give it a 5 or 4 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Even my most my most generous estimation of this episode, it's like a 2 out of 5. And they gave it a 5? 40%? Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. First review, 5 out of 5. Terrific. This episode progressively got better with each act. Oh, God. Was it me, or did the animation look a bit old school? The story could have been a bit better, but I'm not going to complain. Another fine addition of this season. The ideas are here, but the effort story-wise on most new episodes need to be kicked up a bunch. All right. Why did you... You just said it could have been better. Why did you give it a 5 out of 5? Like, five out of five means it can't get better, right? Uh, that's as good as it gets. There's no higher score. What happens if you watch a better episode? Is it also like, does it all, they're just all five out of fives? You just said this one had problems. What does Kate Fear get? Lisa's substitute. <laughs> wait, wait, are those also, they're as good as this? Because they're also a five out of five. Okay. Progressively got better. Birds gets pushed up to Homer in a baby stroller and tells him to pie the Dalai Lama because of his red Chinese masters. You know, Robbie, when I watched this episode, progressively I thought, this episode got is better. Dumb. But I didn't realize it would be the one that pushed you over the edge, and I'm really enjoying it. Progressively got better. Okay. Like I said, I, it's like I'm living in a horror movie. I'm the crazy one. Everyone else is just acting like this is normal. And I'm like, this is not normal. I'm screaming. I'm like a Sam Neill in the mouth of madness. I'm just pounding at the walls. I'm walking. I'm a straight jacket. Okay. Hey, at least it's better than Sam Neill in Event Horizon. You're not being, you know, mm, savaged by demons. That's the next. That's next season. Get my. <laughs> My my, I remove my own eyes. I don't. You don't. Where I'm, where you're going. You don't need eyes to see. All right. Um. Next review. I'm surprised. That was damn good. Some problems. The ending didn't seem 
really didn't ending didn't really seem quite dramatic enough. Really, there seemed to be something missing. There were problems with the story, mainly sacrificing time that could have been used for conflict development, which is what the kept, kept the ending from being as good as it could have been. To use on mostly pointless spoofs. All my complaints are token in their nature, though. I really liked it. A B plus, maybe a B. The best in some time now. Oh God, I mean. <sighs> best in some time now all right last review which is the only one that makes me feel like a sane person um one out of five i did like some of the batman parodies that were thrown in but i didn't laugh not once seemed like the characters were so bent on the various superhero parodies that they completely forgot about the characters and how they're supposed to act mr burns and smithers weren't funny at all the idea of the episode i liked a super episode should have been a welcome addition entire flow of the episode seemed off from the start of the first act i consider this to be the worst show of the season which i don't a few episodes ago, Homer framed his wife for a DUI. All right, Homer framed Marge for a DUI. So it is not the worst show of the season, Mister Man, Mister Person. You're mm-hmm. you you're wrong in that regard. This episode may have driven me insane. It is still not as bad as that. All right, Matt, we can move on mm-hmm. to our next segment. It's time for listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. Yellow? KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow? Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite quote from a travel episode? Tons of great answers. Matt, take it away. All right. Our first one is from Matthew. Uh, Lisa, Mom, you said I could have one souvenir, right? Well, I want the didgeridoo. Uh, mm, That seems very noisy and expensive for a souvenir. Why don't you get this nice cap? Pobody's perfect in Australia. It's clever, just like you. Hmm? Hmm? Uh, from Anthony. Uh, whole family in the hot sub. Marge, I feel like we should get out. Homer, interesting proposal. And now, with an opposing point of view, Bubbles! I'm not sure I know what that episode that's from. Is it a new episode, Robbie? No, that is a new episode, yes. Okay. I would also... I mean, huh. it is... I would... I would agree. Bubbles are pretty dang yeah. good. That's true. Especially in the hot sub. Uh, from Alex. Uh, who... Howdy, gangsters! I'm average American Joe salaryman waiter. These prices suck. 10,000 yen for coleslaw? Uh, Lisa, don't you serve anything that's even remotely Japanese? Don't ask me. I don't know anything. I'm a product of American education system. I also build poor quality cars and inferior style electronics. Homer chuckling. Oh, they got our number. Oof. Yeah, that's... Mm. 30 minutes over Tokyo, huh? That's... The, right, from Laura. That, that quote is from uh, season 20. Uh, in the name of the grandfather. The, What's that? The, the hot tub. Oh, oh gotcha. The one from before. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, from Lauren. Uh, well, my dad says anything park at Disney. Now, remember, we're in the itchy lot. That's, That's good. Dad very, dad. very, very popular answer. Many people answered yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, from Gun Griffin. Homer, look, boy. Now I'm in Australia. Now I'm in America. Australia, America. I get it, Dad. Australia, America. Homer, that's enough. Australia, America. Ow! Here in America, we don't talk about that kind of crap, sir. That was from the Marine. Uh, from Matt. Uh, Lisa, this is the most thoughtful thing anybody ever. Homer, sweet, merciful crap. My car. Uh, from Mark, the polite thing to do would have been to clean the shells first. Shoo! Uh, from Matt, uh, at the Andrew blog. You know, you're right. This truly was the best vacation ever. Now let us never speak of it again. The sort of travel goals we should all aspire to. Uh, from Matt, yes, it's Aaron from Bart on the Road. Everybody remember, we're parked under the sun sphere. From Matt, Will's World, MN. I'll just have a cup of coffee. Beer it is. No, coffee. Beer. Coffee. Beer. C-O-B-E. Uh, from at that JD1. That's it. Back to Winnipeg. 
Oh, Lord. That's, that's a long uh, drive. I, I just want to make that very clear. That's a that's a very long. That's a very Tennessee. long drive. Holy crap! Uh, so uh, from James Warwick uh, from Bar versus Australia, Lisa, I'm impressed you're able to write so legibly on your own butt. An important accomplishment. Uh, from El Columbia '88, you call that a knife? This is a knife. That's a spoon. I see you played knifey spoony before. Uh, from at Brune 861, uh, Homer. Hey kids, want to drive through that cactus patch? Yeah, yeah. Sideshow Bob under the car. No. Well, two against one. Uh, from at JPX 9003, Homer. And that's when the chuds came at me. Well, Marge, of course you'll have a bad impression of New York if you only focus on the pimps and the chuds. It's fair. That's uh, fair. It's it's true. I mean, if you only focus on the pimps and the chuds, New York doesn't seem like a great place. But then you've got to balance it with all the other stuff. Uh, from at Nicole Fior 14. All right. I have thought this through. I will send Bart the money to fly home. Then I will murder him. <laughs> Robbie, what is your answer? <laughs> and then I will murder him. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it's from Summer 442. Uh, when the hell are we going to get to... Where the hell are we going? It's it's called Little little Plagmat Squarmset Port. It's known little as... Little Plagmat Squarmset Port. Come it's on, known as America's Scrod Basket. I thought a Springfield was America's scrod basket. No, Springfield is America's crud bucket, at least according to Newsweek. <laughs> scrod basket is great. Matt, what's your answer? I'm trying to find the exact wording. Um, Frankie Egg is not helping me. Uh, hold on, give me just a second. I should look this up ahead of time, but I thought I had it. Oh, here it is. Uh, Lisa, I am the sister of a rotten, jealous, mean little sneak. You cross me my only friends... Come on, stupid thing! Uh, you ruined my life. You uh, ruined my life, and then she holds the the bear over his head. And I'm just—that's one of the most aggressive time things. Time that's one of the times we've seen Lisa be the most aggressive, and I just love it. And she just immediately after that goes back when Homer walks into eating her breakfast cereal. It's just—it's wonderful, and it's the best travel episode. It is very good. We both chose a quote from it, so I think that tells you something. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bart versus Australia is a very close second, but Summer of War Foot Two is the best. I mean, it's it's on our list that way, so it's quantifiably true. Um, exactly. Next week's question, what is your favorite Burns quote? We haven't done a Burns quote for this season, Ooh. and this is all quotes for this season, so we want to get Burns in there. Um, post this question on our, our social media, on our Twitter, at SimpsonShowPod. You can email us at SimpsonShowPod at gmail.com, and I will post it on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Show. Uh, post it publicly so you can answer without being a patron. Our next segment is time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is from Matt and I. Each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one one hard. And try and stump the other. Matt has a three-point lead on me this season. My time is dwindling. I'm kind of giving up hope because my mind is also broken. Both specifically for to the Simpsons and in general, but that's fine. Matt, you ready for an easy question? I think so. These are from Homer the Vigilante. What is the name of the Springfield Cat Burger? It is uh, Malloy. That's correct. He was sneaking. He wore sneakers. He wore Wore sneakers. (laughs) All right. Your easy question. Who sings I Feel Good at the Do What You Feel Festival? James Brown. You are correct. Alright, your meaning question, Matt. What does Homer take from Bart to talk to the neighborhood? 
Okay, it is the... God, why is it always the number? I can't remember. It's a Ratmaster 3000. Sorry, Matt. Oh, dang. It's 2000. 2000! That's another... Mm. Ratmaster okay. 2000. All right. Uh, shoot. All right. Uh, your medium question. Who started the Do What We Say Festival? Someone started... Uh, and not the Do What We Say Festival. Um... The Nixon administration? I'm sorry, it's German settlers in 1946. Makes sense. It was the predecessor to the Do What You Feel Festival. I understand. Your hard question, Matt. What does the headline read on the newspaper after the world's largest cubic zirconia is taken? Uh, I believe it's... And I need the subtitle as well. Okay, I was about to say, because I'm pretty sure it's Zirconia Zolan and... Uh, Simpson asleep at the switch. I wasn't asleep. I was drunk. Uh, you're right. That's correct. Yes. Oh man, I was for sure there was something else I was missing. I, I, I just give up. All right. What's my hard question? Your hard question. What Troy McClure films does he mention in the Brad Goodman video? Uh, there are other, there are other, other uh, self help videos. Um. You may know me from such self-help videos as... Don't know. I have no idea, Matt. So I'm not going to guess. All right. It is smoke yourself thin and get confident, stupid. I need that get confident, stupid. That'd be a good video. Mm-hmm. That's probably on YouTube by this point. Smoke yourself thin is pretty self-explanatory. I don't think you need anything yeah. more than the title of the video. So Matt now has a six-point lead. So that's great. Um... That's bad, actually. That's not great. I'm not. I don't mean that. That's good. I mean that that's bad, um, because we don't have very many episodes left, and there's only three left. So I don't like my chances, but we'll see. Uh, we can move on to our final segment, the segment we end every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is a part of show, man. I rank the episodes categorically, we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever, and how good they are. Um, uh, I, re- I, uh, I don't know, Matt. It's probably, it's not as bad as I say it is, but it really made me upset today. It's okay, Robbie. We got this. We can, we can figure it out. Uh, all right. Let's start somewhere in the, I don't know. What's 200? 200 is. It's no, 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 no. We're going. It's way lower than that. I can't. Yeah. Not, I, I, no, no. I, it's at least, it's at least below the the those those season one episodes two forty four is some chanted evening it's below that I refuse yeah that's fair that's fair um okay the worst season one episode Homer's Odyssey is it better or worse than that <sighs> I don't know it's been a long time since I watched Homer's Odyssey um I don't know what do you say well underneath this. I don't need Homer's Odyssey is worst episode ever, which is real bad. And Monty can't buy me love, which we've gone to over and over again because it is the Loch Ness monster. I think this is at least worse than the Loch Ness monster because it is the Dilemma flies. <laughs> you know, that's 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 just where it's at. Uh, beneath that is actually Beyond Blunderdome, which is the Mel Gibson episode, and Catch Him If You Can, which is last week, right? Yep, that's uh, last week's and episode. Honestly, yeah, I. I Last week's episode had Homer and Marge being jerks, but it was at least more enjoyable. I think it was funnier than this, which this episode is devoid of laughter. Um, we also 
I will also, we, our official correction, we had, I had listed, excuse me while I miss the sky, excuse me while I miss the stars, and it made me think of a, it's A Star is Born Again, which is a different, those are set, we confuse those episodes. Excuse me while I miss the sky is the night pollution, light pollution episode, um, yes. not the Flanders sex episode <laughs> with the country's rock singer. Um, uh, I don't know. It's I, I can't. It's hard. I think I think I'd put it below. Excuse me, while I miss the sky, and above, blame it on Lisa. Mm, I didn't get on board with that. Those are both real bad. That definitely puts it above. I'm going to praise land, which I think is slightly better than that. So I'm okay with that. I want to put it lower. I want to dump it, but it's not fair. I know. I'm trying to be objective, as objective as I can be. Fair. Um, Simple Simpson number 260 new number 263 on the list now we have a very important question to answer Matt do we shoot this episode out of the cannon the cannon the cannon the cannon the cannon obviously there's no reason to have this in the cannon it doesn't even fit period (laughs) I was gonna ask does Pie Man need to exist? Does we need to keep Pie Man around? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm just asking. I mean, I clearly am not a fan of it. I'm just trying to get your opinion. Alright. So, we got the word Fire the Cannon! It's, it's gone, Matt. Goodbye. Thank goodness. Goodbye forever. Uh, next up, speaking of New York City, Chuds, uh, on the top, going to the top of our list, working our way down, it is number 18, The City of New York versus Homer Simpson. Um, first episode of season nine. Clearly. Obviously, that is in the canon. That's an incredible episode. Crab juice. Quackalosh. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's just, it's a lovely portrait into Homer. That's what City of Homer, City of New York for Homer Simpson is. It is a Homer. It is putting it is putting the character of Homer Simpson in a real life big city and, and testing him and seeing what will happen. Um, and it's lovely. It's great. It's funny. It, it's it's full of drama and conflict. Uh, it's it, it challenges the medium of television, even. Um. So yeah, of course, it's part of the canon. Um, okay, I'm fine. I'm just thinking, Matt, about my life. Thinking about what, Robbie? About my life and the decisions I've made. Just Simpsons things. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> it's kind of true. Um, you can find this list at our website. It's the SimpsonsShow.com. Simpsons it has, it has links to all our stuff and to, to all our social media and to our Patreon. If you want to help out the show, give us some 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 of your dollars we'd really appreciate you help keep the show going help pay for hosting we appreciate you if all the people who do that um next week's episode now it is the way we weren't we weren't yeah that's when we retcon when margin margin homer first met uh oh is that the one about the them at the summer camp when they were little yep that's the one. Oh man <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> I get. I am gonna just forewarn. I'm guaranteed not gonna like this at all.
that no, no, no. It, it gets worse because after that you have Bart Mangled Banner, which is just so incredibly stupid. And I don't even remember what Frogcast News was, but it has to be bad. Lisa, Lisa makes a newspaper, and but Burns acquires all the news media outlets in Springfield except for Lisa's uh, newspaper. Okay, that's be worse, I guess. I'm just I let next I'm not looking that far ahead, Matt. I'm way we weren't I don't I know I don't like this. I don't wanna why would you do that? Why we'll talk about it next week. I already got enough frustration and anger in this week's recording. I don't need to do more of it. So give yourself a few days before you build up more. Yeah, exactly. Stop thinking about it right away. Just stop, Robbie. Just stop. You'll be feel better at the end of the day if you don't. So uh that's next week. You can watch along with us if you want. I suggest not to watch that episode because I bet it's bad. Um but it's just me. Um before we go, you can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Darman. Uh, you can check out uh, all my stuff that's on my website. It's RobbieDarman.com. Includes links to my other podcasts, including my newest podcast, Cartoon Graveyard. Our, by the time you're hearing this, our second episode will be out. So you should go check that out. Uh, subscribe. Tell your friends about it. It's a fun, fun new show. You should listen. Uh, you can also buy my book, books, plural, on my website. The newest novel is War on Halloween. It's a horror suspense story about a family fighting for Halloween in a town controlled by a sinister reverend with secret occult powers. It is uh, on Amazon, and you can read free with Kindle Unlimited. It's a great story for Halloween. If you're looking for a good spooky Halloween story, Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. Uh, that is true. This week, I'm also going to plug Robbie's book. It begins what I like to call the Dorman Verse. So go read it. It's really interesting. It's not. It doesn't. That's not true. It doesn't technically start the dormant verse. It kind of is only contributing. I'm re- I'm retconning oh. some of my older. I'm retconning some of my older stuff, Matt. That actually starts. Oh snap! Well, um, what's what are we doing? Oh, that's, this is the end of the show. I'm Robbie, and I'm Matt, and keep watching the subsets. Shh.